take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. Joke of the day. Why was it so easy to move Nickelodeon Slime to Nickelodeon Online? Answer, because some of the viewers already knew Nickelodeon Slime started with the show. You can't do that on television. Thought of the day comes from former first lady and disability activist, Eleanor Roosevelt, she said, remember always that you not only have the right to be an individual, you have an obligation to be one. Hello and welcome back to the Cerebral Podcast. This is episode 28. Thank you for joining me today. In this episode, I will talk more about the KSA framework and give some more examples of my knowledge, skills, and abilities that I gained at Nickelodeon. As I mentioned in the last episode, I started working as a Nickelodeon operator for Nickelodeon Online, On America Online, in 1995. But first, I wanted to remind you all about the knowledge skills, and abilities framework. The KSA framework is a way to quantify or collect knowledge, skills, and abilities as part of a job performance. Knowledge is defined as the body of information that you have that can be applied in helping you do a task or a job. Skills and abilities are sometimes used interchangeably, but abilities are differentiated because they are a complex set of skills. In this week's Rope or Rite of Passage experiences, I want to talk about a few problems I had in the Nickelodeon chat room, which was nicknamed the Blabatorium. The first problem I had was I initially talked to kids in a very dry and matter-of-fact way. I talked to kids by quizzing them about their favorite shows and giving them the program schedule in the chat room. Very quickly, the kids got bored because they felt often like they were back in school and they wanted to have more fun and be entertained. They wanted a break from school. When my supervisor, Kitty, asked me about why I thought I had trouble talking to kids, I told her that because I grew up as one of the only kids with a disability in school, I had trouble relating to other kids. I asked her for some advice. One of the things she recommended was that I not use proper language or English. For example, 
the use of the incorrect word funner provided an opening for many kids to become part of the community. She further explained that using proper English sometimes intimidated kids and often unintentionally created distance between adults and kids. She also said to use rhyming words like anywho and bubaloo. Another example was instead of saying I'm laughing, she suggested I say I am laughing with taffy in my mouth. She also suggested that when I talk to kids, I should substitute words like a Mad Libs game. Mad Libs is a word game where players supply words to a designated writer to create a funny story without knowing the context of those words. Another tactic Kitty suggested was to talk to kids about who their favorite Nickelodeon characters were and why. For example, many kids liked Tommy Pickles from the Nickelodeon cartoon show Rugrats. The show was about a group of toddlers and their quests to understand the adult world. Tommy, a one-year-old, showed leadership, individualism, and confidence as he helped himself and other kids understand the world around them. The characters also included Chucky Finster, who was cowardly and insecure sometimes because of his glasses. Another problem I had was my ability to keep up with the conversation in the chat room. Not being able to keep up with the conversation or type with comparable speed added to some of my confidence and competence issues. I was only able to type about 10 to 15 words a minute. The solution to this came in the form of AOL hosting power tools that allowed me to preload and execute chat commands and functions more quickly. Once I got better typing speed and more chat functions under control, I was able to adjust more quickly to insert chat macros. One of the other things I realized in the chat room, which was the Nickelodeon Blabatorium, was that I could help kids when they said they were having difficulty with confidence at school. If someone said they were having trouble making friends or fitting in at school, I would turn the conversation into a group chat and ask the other kids for suggestions or input to make the situation or the playground better. After a few minutes, some kids offered their pieces of advice. One of the things I learned and observed was often like trading cards by kids trading advice like trading cards. They helped each other build confidence. Or they traded stories about what their siblings went through. The kids added value for each other. And my job 
gradually became easier as a moderator. One of the useful suggestions we got in the laboratorium from some of the kids was to get slightly older kids to help solve or negotiate issues on the playground rather than going directly to the teachers. I got other people involved in solving the problem or building confidence for the kids in the community. Kids were sharing their own knowledge, skills, and abilities to help others. This community problem-solving approach was helpful to me both personally and professionally. What knowledge, skills, and abilities could you learn from people in your family or in your community? Could you trade some of your academic or social skills to help someone else? Thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head. Please share this podcast with someone you know. Were there one or two specific things that you learned or liked? Would you mind joining and sharing it on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group? You can listen to the show on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group. You can also email the show at thecerebralpodcast at gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember, it takes effort to be vulnerable, be accountable, and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life when you take ownership. Now, take hold, engage in your world. You are now leaving the Cerebral Podcast.